You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's a big world out there, and you're just looking for a pat on the back or head. You run around the city, searching for a place to bark, working your tail off with your nose to the ground, sniffing for a few scraps, hoping someone will throw you a bone. You take each lead, collar after collar, hoping one day to take a bite out of success and become the top dog. Fortunately, you come home each day to open arms, open cans, a drink waiting for you, and a comfortable place in front of a TV set. You know you've got it good, really good, because after all, it's a doggy dog world out there. Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with your host, pet expert and award-winning author, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, and with me today are my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? And we're talking about dog treats today. Yeah, we're talking about dog treats and how to read labels and, and the good, bad, and the ugly. So stay tuned for our sponsors, and hopefully none of them are dog treat makers. <laughs> and we'll be right back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Pet Life Radio has tail wagging, fur flying, fabulous deals for our listeners from Petco. Get $6 off your order of $60 or more and up to 40% off the entire Petco site. That's right. But that's not all. Because you're a Pet Life Radio listener, you'll also get free shipping on your order of $49 or more. $6 off, up to 40% off, and free shipping from Pet Life Radio and Petco. To get these awesome deals, go to PetcoDeals.com. That's PetcoDeals.com. Petco, where the pets go. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Vacs are powerful bagless upright vacuums for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Vac, go to PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. To order your Dyson Animal Vac today. Dyson. Music to your ears. Hi, this is Ken Jones from the Prince of Ponds podcast. The frogs are shaking the shakers, the turtles are hitting the slapsticks, and the koi are blowing the trumpets. It's party time here at Prince of Ponds. Out under the swaying palm trees, the pond fairies are kicking up their heels and spinning in delight in the twilight. Here on Pet Life Radio, it's time to celebrate the magic of ponds, waterfalls, fountains, and water gardens at the Prince of Ponds podcast. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. So in previous podcasts, you've heard us talking about dog foods, the good, bad, and the ugly. So this time we're going to be talking about dog treats. And this all came about because Kate was at a pet store the other day and happened to flip over some bags. 
Well, it's one of those discount stores, but oh. um, and they have a pet section that I, I go browsing through regularly because I am a uh, a hunting kind of shopper. You know? <laughs> no, really? Yeah, <laughs> I hunt and hunt, and who knows what I might come across that could be useful in the future someday. <laughs> someday. <laughs> So as I was browsing through there, I said, oh, wow, look at all the treats they've got in. So I hot-footed it over to that section, and I went, oh, cool, American Kennel Club treats. Wow, I can really make a killing here. And then I started looking at the ingredients list, and I went, oh, dear. And I walked away very sad, and I called Liz on the phone and said, do you know what I just saw? And I didn't, so we made another trip. Back to that store. And she was so excited. Did you notice that? Oh, yeah. Come on, follow me. you got to check these out. Yeah, yeah. Come see, come see, come see. Now, most of us understand that American Kennel Club, the AKC logo and the American Kennel Club, are not a symbol of quality. A puppy with AKC papers may or may not be any better or worse than any other puppy. However... That's not the perceived. The papers are just the genealogy. Right. The American Kennel Club is a registry. It registers purebred dogs and it sponsors or licenses or sanctions dog events. But to the American public, to most people, AKC is perceived as quality. A Blue ribbon. Just look at the classified ads in the pet section. AKC puppies. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's perceived as quality. Well, when the AKC started putting out their logo on other things, dog beds and toys and dog treats. Jackets. Jackets. And anything else, then, again, to the general public who's buying these, it's perceived quality. And that's where I have a problem. These treats, there's two problems with them. One... Let's take the first one that I just picked up the package. Chicken jerky treats. It has the AKC logo on it and a little blue logo that says the champion. So it looks like a quality treat. Oh, bring out the champion in your dog. Right. But Ah, what you see right away is the the champion. Blue ribbon. Blue ribbon. Well, you flip it over and look at the ingredients and these chicken jerky treats are not simply chicken. They're chicken, sorbitol, glycerin, sugar, and salt, which means you've got chicken and a whole bunch of other stuff in it that is probably preservative, but also adding the sugar and the salt helps make it more tasty, more attractive to the dogs. But one of my biggest problems with this and what sent me ranting and raving and was the source for this podcast and a blog up on honestdog.com is right underneath the ingredients in the guaranteed analysis of the treats, it says manufactured in China. Because we all know we trust the food that comes from China. And for those who aren't aware of it, the pet food recalls in 2011 were because of ingredients that came from China that were, I was going to say tainted, but I'll say poisoned. Or that with, big one was what? Was melamine? Was it 09? No, the big one was in two, It was in 07. 07? Oh, were, God, already? Oh. There have been other ones since then, including right. 09, but the right. big one was 07. 
In fact, there's another one going on right now with ingredients from China. But those were jerky treats and foods, canned foods and dry foods that came from China. And here we have jerky treats with the AKC logo, the perceived quality, made in China. Now, my question is, why can't the American Kennel Club sell treats made in the U.S.? Well, and that, the perception you were saying about the public, yeah. well, you'd think that. It's the American Kennel Club. The mm-hmm. show must be made here, yeah. of course. I mean, let's use ingredients from the U.S. Let's provide jobs exactly. for workers in the U.S. Exactly. And again, perceived quality, the American Kennel Club. So my blog went up on honestdog.com, and I shared it on Facebook. And I know I've got some friends on Facebook, who work with the AKC, but I didn't hear a word. (laughs) Not one single word. (laughs) In uh, getting ready for this podcast, we were going through treat bags collected previously. Now, here is an American Kennel Club liver training treat from 2005. Okay. Made in the USA. So initially, they were made in the U.S. So they moved it to China. Yeah. Huh. Still not... Terribly great ingredients. Uh, beef, beef liver is first, but then wheat and corn and corn syrup and rice flour and corn flour and fat. Hopefully <laughs> glycol. But at least it's USA. So half of it was good. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting. They started here. And I'm sure, as people mentioned on the blog and on Facebook, it was a financial decision. No doubt. It is cheaper to get it from China. But people, are we willing to risk it? Well, you know what? People are willing now to spend an extra few cents or dollars if it's made in the USA. Right. And I've got to say, where I, I believe I've seen in my shopping, most of the AKC brands in Target, Target <laughs> uh, for the domestically inclined. Although, before we went back to the store where you'd originally found them, I went to Target and they were not there. Well, be- I went to about six stores, and the AKC brand was no longer in those stores. The store that I found them at is the uh, the, the store where things go to die. Yes. After they've been put on sale and not sold. So I'm wondering if they're actually... If econ- economics oh, don't make a lot of sense if right. your product doesn't sell to start right. with. Right. Yes. So they may have shot themselves in the foot by using by switching so mm-hmm. they could have a lower price... But now there were tons of it at the leftover place. Right. And I knew that Target used to carry the AKC brand. So that was the first place I went. Mm -hmm. Then when I didn't find it, at least at our local Target, then I started hitting other stores and didn't find it anywhere. People aren't forgiving for what happened in China. And even to this day when you go to like the pet expos and all, their booth, people walk right past. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They're... And it doesn't matter if they're selling food or toys. No. It doesn't matter. They keep on walking. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And so. it's, it's bizarre. It was bizarre to me, too, to see these very off-brand cans of dog food. Yes. I mean, very off-brand. Yes. And then right next to them, this, what? AKC. Eight foot by eight foot display of AKC okay. treats. Yes. And we just picked up four types. We picked up chicken jerky, duck jerky, 
banana and chicken jerky wraps, and then we picked up rawhides. But all were made in China. And for people who are not happy with this either, all are treated by irradiation. I know there's a lot of people that aren't real comfortable with food being radiated. So that's something else, too. I'm sure that is for... Not great ingredients. Made in a country that we have suspect of their checking of their quality. Safety. Safety, Safety, quality control. And then bad ingredients that have been irradiated. Yes. Hmm. So my challenge to the AKC... Bring it back to the United States. You might sell your uh, Let's talk about quality. Yep. Quality and USA made. Yeah. Now, let's do a comparison. The treats that we've been getting a lot of lately are homemade in Montana of ingredients that you know what they are. And the the one that all of us, are, our dogs are real happy about, are made of yam, potato flour, egg, and water. And that's it. Ingredients that we know what they are. And for preserving them, she dehydrates them rather than adding stuff to it as a... a Artificial preservative. Right. She dehydrates it. The original way to preserve food. Right. Yeah, we had our uh, continuing education class, and there's a puppy dog in there. He likes me, but he will not take, he has not taken a food from my hand in three, four years. Right. Maybe if it's roast beef. Maybe. That's a maybe. Yeah. (laughs) But the Jill treats last night? Yeah. Yeah, he is scarfing them down one after the other. I was so pleased. He was like, yeah, cool, bring those on. Yeah, oh, and, and we'll say what they are. They're called Jill Cookies. Now, don't Google them. She doesn't have a website. But if any listeners are on Facebook, friend Jill Cookies, J-I-L-L-C-O-O-K-I-E-S, and tell them Liz Patron Kate sent you. Yes. <laughs> she can yell at us. But they're reasonably priced. They're made out of good quality ingredients. She makes them in her kitchen. And um, I believe you can buy them via PayPal. So, Jill Cookies. She's got many different varieties. Yes, very. She's got a whole selection. Whole selection of. But they've been winners with our pups. Yes. So much so that we've had her make them in bulk, so we use them in our training classes. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? When we were at the discount store looking at the AKC treats, we saw some off-brand treats there, too, that... In fact, there was one I bought a couple boxes of that yeah. the label said, proudly made in the USA, made in Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. the treats weren't the best quality, which is... There was a lot of wheat flour, which is why they were there in the discount store, I'm sure. But they were made in the USA. Ingredients were from the USA. And again, ingredients, you could read the label and tell what they were. That wasn't a whole list of chemicals. That actually gives me a little hope that maybe consumers and pet owners are reading labels now. That the reason these foods ended up where they did was because people are they're reading the labels and they're not willing to accept less than the best. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so, because the second half of this podcast is gonna be on reading labels. So let's take a short break for our sponsors and when we come back we'll talk about reading labels. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. Every pet is unique. Maybe they're gray in the muzzle, yet young at heart. Maybe they're growing out of the puppy stage and into their paws and ears. 
or maybe they're just trying to maintain a more girlish figure. At PetSmart, we have the right food for your pet at a great value for you. PetSmart. Be better together. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart and save up to 30% on toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart today. your business to reach out and invite in our audience. We have a brand new trademark concept called Info Seeds. Info Seeds are short 20 second seeds of information about your place of business, practice or service is the best, most cost effective way to invite us in. We only have a limited number of slots left. For more information, visit the website PetLifeRadio.com Click on Sponsorship Information. There you can listen to a sample of Info Seed. Remember, only a limited number of opportunities are available. Hi, this is Tim Link, host of Animal Rights on Pet Life Radio. Join me as we feature interviews with best-selling pet-related authors, award-winning writers, journalists, and bloggers. And we'll tell stories about the animals and interesting topics about the animals in our lives. Each of the interviews will give you a first-hand knowledge about why the authors and writers chose a particular story, what the feature animals meant to them, and what has become of those animals that we've talked about. And of course, I'll also share stories from my own books, blogs, articles, and experiences. So be sure to join me and the writers and authors on Animal Rights. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On PetLife Radio. PetLife Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika, and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. Don't mind Petra, she's getting ready to sneeze. (laughs) And so if you hear this funny noise... (laughs) I'm allergic to the AKC cookies. (laughs) Anyway, we've been talking about dog treats, so let's talk about labels. This is something that we actually talk about in Kindred Spirits often. Because we talk about dog foods, dog foods being having an effect on dog behavior. And we talk about treats because we use treats in training. The easiest way to motivate a dog on the face of the planet. So when we talk about labels, first thing is every treat has to have the name of the treat and the brand. So if we take this AKC treat, the American Kennel Club is the brand. Chicken jerky is the name of the treat. Also has to have ingredients. What's in it? Good, bad, or the ugly. This chicken jerky treat says chicken, sorbitol, glycerin, sugar, and salt. Now, other treats may have things like uh, wheat flour, corn gluten meal, stuff like that. Propylene glycol. (laughs) Yeah, propylene glycol. This is a good one. Okay. I mean, of course, you don't go by what's on the commercial. Vegan strips. Oh, bacon Funny strips, commercial. yeah. Bacon! Bacon! Bacon, 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 bacon! Yeah. Here's a bacon! You can read that, because it's too small for me to read. <laughs> so, so the commercial is great. Dog looks all excited, and then you look at the ingredients, and you're like, ooh. So, the bacon strips, bacon. which they would like us to think it's bacon strips, mm-hmm. ground wheat, corn gluten meal, wheat flour, 
ground yellow corn. So one, two, three, four. Four ingredients. The first four ingredients are wheat and corn in different forms, none of which most dogs need. Then water. Then sugar. So since where's that bacon? So yeah, since, exactly. Since wheat, corn, wheat flour, and corn flour all in the dog's system metabolize to sugar, and then the sixth ingredient is sugar. No wonder the dogs like it. M and M's. M and M's, and then glycerin, which is I'm sure for the shape. Then soybean meal. Then hydrogenated starch. Oh, and then way down here, number 10, bacon. Bacon. And then... And it's really good bacon, too, right? And then salt, <laughs> and then bacon fat preserved with BHA, which is a nasty preservative. And then really, if you open the bag and take those little suckers out, they look nasty. They do. I mean, they, it looks, oh, kind of like a bacon, then it's, uh, it's plastic, or just, I think, a plastic. It looks like the, what the kids play with in their fake kitchen. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Next to the fake fried eggs is right. the fake bacon. Yeah. It, that probably has more taste. <laughs> and then there's artificial smoke flavors. Mm, added I love color, some artificial smoke flavor. Mm. Art, added color, <laughs> red 40, yellow 5, blue 1, and yellow 6. So... In other words, when we talk about junk foods, this is really junk food. you got to color the glycerin so it looks like bacon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the lesson for this. <laughs> Great commercial. Read the ingredients and are they real foods and are they foods that your dog should eat? Sometimes people will ask us in class, what should I be using for a treat? And I, you know, quite often will say, go to your refrigerator. Jeez, and they'll look so astounded. Chicken. You mean I can feed them people food? Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. Oh, well, yeah. no. You know, there are certain chickens in there that are bred just for dogs dog to eat. And, and, and there's people chickens. Right. And don't mix them up. No. And my standard answer is dogs lived with us for thousands of years eating what we ate and eating our leftovers. Yeah, exactly. And did just fine with the advent of commercial foods and commercial treats, dogs didn't necessarily do better. Now, there's some commercial foods that are very good. I'm not classifying them all in the same category. But when you're looking at the ingredients, are these real foods? No. Yeah. And are they foods your dog should eat? You know, it is just kind of amazing to look at the pet food industry. It's huge. It is. Multi-multi-billion dollar industry. And there's just, you know, the the basic foods, and then the treats, and the training bits, and the before-bed cookies. Clean, clean your teeth, teeth. chewies. Oh, it's, it's quite a field. Now, there's another section on the label that people tend to look at. We tend to ignore. Like, Kate, I'll, I'll let you talk about that one. Well, the guaranteed analysis area. <laughs> I just love that part. So it'll talk about crude protein, crude fat, crude fiber, crude moisture. The analysis lists the minimum percentage. So if there's protein in the food, it's the minimum protein analysis is listed, the minimum percentage of fat, etc. So on this AKC chicken jerky treat, since we've been picking on that one, it says crude protein minimum 60%. But that can be deceptive. 
Because there's nothing on this label that says what the digestibility is. So when they come up with the guaranteed analysis, they're, they're sort of like CSI. They take it into the lab and they burn it or they put chemicals on it. And that's how they come up with the amount of protein. Which is why when the melamine was added to the dog foods in the treats back in 2007 and after that, they were able to come up, the melamine was added to boost the laboratory analysis of protein. Because melamine is cheaper than a rich meat protein source. Right. So they put it in there. They got higher grade protein flour. So that translated into higher prices. And son of a gun, who's worried about whether it's poisonous or not? And that's, I think, the perfect example why I don't pay any attention to the guaranteed analysis. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because a poison came out mm -hmm. as increased protein. Years ago, there was an advertisement, and I don't even remember who did it, but one of the dog food companies, and it tickled me no end because they took an old leather shoe <laughs> and ran it through the protein tests. And it came up with a higher percentage than an yeah. equitable dog food or sure. a compared dog food. And so they said, you can add an old shoe, crude leftover oil drained from the crankcase of your car, <laughs> and a Come few on. other things... And come up with the same guaranteed analysis that a dog food had. Yeah. Because by law, they're not allowed to say how digestible the food is. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. That would be an actual usable figure. Yes. Yeah. Information that you could use. Mm -hmm. In a dog's body, this is a good ingredient because it's digested in such a way. Right. But they're not allowed to do that. And you know, it makes me wonder... Um, we have all sorts of dog commotion going on yeah. here. <laughs> Apparently too much talking about treats and there's too many <laughs> treat bags on the table. We've got all, all of smells. our guys <laughs> are sharking here. I'm getting kisses. Hi, Cisco. <laughs> now, nobody's really begging per se. They're just going, hi, we're hi. awfully cute. I'm Except looking... Bashir came and literally pushed me and I was sliding back. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's why I was laughing. And Cisco is giving like, me where kisses, is it? kisses on the arm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I don't pay any attention to the analysis. Yeah. What burns as protein in the lab has nothing to do with the way the protein is being used in your dog's body. So mm -hmm. look at it from the ingredients. Use your common sense. Now another part of the label that they have to have on daily suggested maximum amounts according to the weight of your dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, we're to. talking about treats here. So for Say Bashir weighs 55 pounds. So for 51 plus pounds, the maximum daily would be four to five pieces. Right. Now, if we're talking training treats, you know darn well the dog's been given more than that. Even right. if you break them up into little pieces. So what happens if the dog gets more than that? Are the ingredients going to make him sick? Or just fat. Or just fat. Uh-huh. Yes, well, I'm just like the dog foods. Right. You know, end up feeding more than you need. Well, and then dogs like us have different metabolisms. Right. So maybe a dog can eat the four or more treats of this and metabolize it faster than another one. But I would be a little concerned about giving him that much of... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Now, there's something else to take into consideration that's often on um, some of the treats. When treats have on the label added thiamine, added vitamin C and vitamin D3, and another big one is treats that are made that are supposed to be um, good for your dog's hips, added glucosamine, chondroitin, Mm -hmm. and so forth and so on. Numerous people have done research on these, and if you're only giving one or two treats per day, or even if we say four to five treats per day, that's not enough of these... Daily allowance or anything? Yeah, it's not enough Mm -hmm. to really make any difference. So keep in mind that the vast majority of these are, it's marketing tools. Mm -hmm. They're making, trying to make you feel good that you're giving your dog a healthy treat. Which may or may not be true. Some of the treats are better than others. But just because they say they added these extra supplements doesn't necessarily make it a medicinal food. (laughs) I still think just go in your fridge. Get some cheese, steak, chicken. Not sure what this is telling me. There's Uh a paw print and across the front it says, know your pet. And then around it, it says... Treat selection should be based on size and chew habits of your dog. My guess is that's on these jerky treats. My on guess these is too, though. provide ma- plenty of fresh water. Do not allow to chew on light colored carpets. So it'll that means there's the it'll stain. <laughs> well, right there, I'm, I'm going to quibble with them with their grammar. I don't want my dogs chewing on any colored carpets. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> yes. I read it as they meant it. Yeah, it's I'm gonna sure stain. they meant treats on the carpet. And uh, the chew habits of your dog, I'm sure that they were concerned about a few dogs chewing a little bit and then swallowing the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, and a hill one bite. Yeah, like Cisco would probably do. Sure. So that's their... But you know, that's actually not bad information, and that's in really small print and a really bad graphic that I'm having to turn all around and look at. Yeah. That's their warning label. That's a minor picky thing. Yeah. Oh. That's their warning label. They just made the warning label uh, look cute. Provide plenty of fresh water. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because there's salt in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's our advice? I think Petra hit the nail on the head. There are some treats that are healthier than others. Read the labels. Read the labels well. Make sure you understand what the labels mean. But don't limit yourself to commercial treats. And just as we tell our, you know, there is no such thing as people food, Swiss cheese or string cheese or chicken or beef. On the other hand, I'm not sure that I want to feed my dog something that right here on the label says not for human consumption. Yes. <laughs> Why is it Why? not? <laughs> that, that scares me. Yeah. Huh? And the main China scares me even more. Yeah. And the irradiated concerns me a little bit. Why do they feel they need to? Just go to Costco, get a big bag of string cheese or the chicken breast, cook it up, cube it up, put some in the packets in the fridge. I mean, I was lucky enough to get the dehydrator that Liz didn't want. Oh, yeah. yeah, Dehydrate your own. I dehydrate my own chicken. That's the safest, easiest way. Or up on Facebook, friend Jill Cookies. Or Jill Cookies. (laughs) There are are good treats out there. Yes, there are. You have to look, be aware, consumer. Yes. Yeah, you're not going to yes. find them in. And what we tell people store. in the Kindred Spirits classes store. all the time be an educated consumer. Yeah. It's exactly. actually surprisingly easy to make your own. Every 
four to six weeks, I will make a giant batch of treats, cut them into tiny cubes, toss them into Ziploc bags in the freezer, and then every week or two I pull out a bag, and then I have I have good homemade treats. I can vary the ingredients. There's yogurt, applesauce, exactly. pumpkin, sweet potatoes. And for more recipes, yeah. do check with Liz Malika. <laughs> The ultimate dog treat cookbook. But the other thing I was going to say, the other thing I was going to say, and by the way, that voice from the corner was, was Gina, was, was, <laughs> was Melissa, one of our, one of the Kindred Spirits trainers, who also has a dog with severe allergies. Yeah. And so she makes a lot of, of dinky treats because dinky can have so few ingredients. She's allergic to all grains and flours as well as every protein other than fish. So she can have fish and vegetables only. Yeah. I actually made some treats one day. <laughs> I was making treats for some of the other dogs and went looking for in the health food section some ingredients that Dinky could have. There's not and, many. And I found almond flour and almond paste <laughs> And made her some cookies, and actually she could eat those without a uh, without a reaction. Yes, and I love those other flowers that like the other the other markets have. Right, the almond, the garbanzo bean, bean flower, right. the tapioca, quinoa. I love those. Yeah. Um, so, and I've gotten creative. The Asian markets have those little dried anchovies. And she gets little dry sure. anchovies. Yeah, yeah. So get creative and find the healthy yes. stuff. Or mix up a batch of something. The other place, other than my book, The Ultimate Dog Treat Cookbook, <laughs> is... Um, <laughs> if we we all also feed the Honest Kitchen dog food, one made in the USA of human-grade ingredients, um, very good dog food. But if you go to their website, thehonestkitchen.com, they also have treat recipes up on the website made using their foods. So again, healthy treats made from healthy dog foods. So lots of opportunities for you, but there's no need. Be aware. Right. Even if they like it. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, McDonald's makes a fortune out of exactly that. All right, well, that's enough from us for this podcast. Enough finger shaking. <laughs> enough finger shaking. And I'd love to hear from somebody from the AKC as to why they can't make good quality treats in the USA. On that challenge, that's it from us. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs>